Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, this is Rob and Jay from the Classic Gaming Podcast. We uh, play and talk about old school video games on our podcast. I know you probably couldn't have guessed that from the name of it, but uh, as for me, I tend to prefer the old, the good old point-and-click adventure game genre. I also like strategy games. I play a lot of a wide variety of stuff. Uh, uh, as for Jay? Yeah, I'm really partial to RPGs and RTSs, so things like Final Fantasy Tactics and Chrono Trigger to that of StarCraft or Age of Empires. Um, generally at the podcast, we try to stay on topic, but we usually end up going off on super, super far tangents. Give us a listen over at the HP Video Game Podcast Network. You can also find us at ClassicGamingPodcast.com, and uh, we hope you check us out. This show is part of the RetroZap.com Podcast Network. Did you know that ArtCast is on Patreon? Well, now you do. So go check out patreon.com slash ArtCast for ways to help out the show and get some sweet perks in return. It could be something small, such as our $1 tier to show your support, or you could join one of our higher tiers to get a shout-out, pick an episode topic, or even be a part of the show as a special guest. Even just sharing our show to your friends goes a long way. So once again, that's patreon.com slash ArtCast. Thanks for helping us, and keep it retro. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show! With the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game, we're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. What's up, Argonauts, and welcome to another Retro Gaming Podcast. This is episode 25 of Arcast Mini, and uh, yeah, so it's Robert and I, so how's it going there, Robert? Uh, I'm good. We did a little uh, little prepping ahead of time here, because by the time this episode airs, David will be overseas in Ireland, enjoying himself, while I'm still recuperating from my wonderful Battletoads tattoo, which you'll hear about on a previous episode of our show. So we thought we'd record a little special here. Uh, we're talking about television programs that are based on video games and television programs that are about video games. So uh, this doesn't mean that we're going to dive into video games based on South Park or anything like that. It's act the opposite there. Right, David? Yeah, basically, basically. So I figured we, we would kind of touch upon something a little more evergreen and just kind of, you know, have... I guess I kind of cross off uh, like on like the list of like topics that I've been meaning for us to get to at some point. So yeah. this is one of them, and um, you know this is like something that we're doing like uh, you know basically like a week and a half like ahead of time, basically right. to uh, you know to make sure that gets you know that, that we get like an episode out to you guys. So yeah, I think one good place we should probably start where a lot of people may recognize like some of the shows is probably the '80s. Uh, because it seems like a lot of the um, video game series that a lot of people remember seem to be from the 80s. Either like either they were really good or they were really bad. <laughs> it it yeah. just depends like the viewership. You know what I mean? But that's 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 also like when, um, you know, when like, you know, there, there was like the video game boom pretty much. Like there was obviously like the bust in 83, but then it kind of boomed again in 85 with like Nintendo and, you know, and the NES and all that. I mean, but I mean, we, we kind of had a balance there. Like we had the Pac-Man animated series. I thought it was kind of funny because it introduced like you know Miss Pac-Man and Baby Pac-Man, and it had like a really great voice cast. You had like Marty Ingalls voicing Pac-Man, and he actually did a great job. You had Peter Cullen, uh, Optimus Prime himself, voicing Sourpuss, which yeah. was pretty amazing actually because it was like he went from <laughs> the greatest greatest Transformer of all time to Sourpuss. So that was you know <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, and like this is a show that uh, that I missed out on really because um, I was born in '83 myself, so oh, that's right. this was pretty much like at that cusp, pretty much of when I was just entering the world, pretty much. So, <laughs> right. So this um, probably get, a lot of this probably be over your head then. Sorry. Um, yeah, you know, as far as like anything that's like I guess like before like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show and all that stuff, because that's like the first time that I remember watching like you know. Like shows that are based on video games, basically. Like you know, the, there's there's a Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which had like the double feature, uh, you know, you know, along with like the live segments and all that, but like the double feature of having, uh, they'll they kind of switch it off between like Super Mario Brothers three or Super Mario World, I believe, and also the Legend of Zelda cartoon. Right. Well, let me just give a quick brief over of what you might have missed, because boy, was it a lot. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I'll go over first the Saturday morning Supercade. This was CBS's little mini block of different shows. So what it had, it had like Frogger, um, which was like a 
for some reason it went from like the Frogger arcade game to a bunch of frogs attending school. I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> it had Donkey Kong with Mario and Pauline. It had Donkey Kong Jr., which was kind of a semi-sequel to that, which was kind of interesting because it didn't really follow the games, but whatever. At Qbert, and yet Qbert kind of had a 50s theme to it. Uh, I don't get that at all, but whatever. <laughs> it was like Qbert had like a, you know, he was part of a, you know, he had like that little varsity jacket or whatever. And they were like, they, they had included some of the cool hopping stuff, I guess. So I guess there was that. And Quayle was part of a rival gang. So there was that. Um, I don't know. Okay. And then, um, go ahead. One one little thing I have to mention as well uh, in regards to like, the Donkey Kong shorts. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Is that uh, Mario was actually voiced by Peter Collins? Speaking of Peter Collins, there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you have Optimus Prime basically voicing Mario in this case. Oh, and guess who um, voiced? Uh, guess who voiced Donkey Kong? Do you remember Soupy Sales? I, yeah, I, I know of his name. I never like watched any of his stuff, but like his his name is very hard to misremember. So yeah, well, it, it's just like you never really expect somebody like Super Sales involved with a video game product. So it's it's sort of like when you think of George Plimpton in, in television. It's it, it's very <laughs> awkward. Um, and speaking of very awkward, um, as uh, Saturday Morning Supercade came on, they introduced like more mini segments. So there was Pitfall Harry, who had a pet mountain lion named Quick Claw, and his niece Rhonda. They changed it to Pitfall later on. It was just sort of like an adventure thing, and it was kind of weird. Uh, it didn't last too long. And then eventually they introduced, like, Kangaroo, uh, which was based in the Atari game. And it was just, like, Kangaroo Mom and Kangaroo Jr. taking on the monkey business gang. And then they tried <laughs> to do Space Ace, the Don Bluth game, and they oh. did it horribly. Really? Uh, I don't know what happened there, but it was just not good. The quality was just low and Kimberly looked awful. It was just really badly because like ABC had tried to do Dragon's Lair too, like mm. about the same year. And again, the lower quality. And there was like an interesting thing, like before they went to commercial break, they did like offer like this thing. There was a choice of which way Dirk could go. They tried to incorporate that from the game, but it was just not very well done story wise. So was Don Bluth like really overlooking all that? Or? No, he had nothing to do with the shows. They uh, just kind of like sub yeah, they sublicensed it from Cinematronics is what it was. So Saturday Morning Supercade didn't really last long. It only lasted two seasons. So, yeah, I, I think after that, it just started to get to the point where people were starting to care more about what they were doing with their video game shows. I think that was just right. part of the boom. And I think that's where we started to get into Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Although, technically, with its cheese level, uh, it, quality is still kind of, you know... <laughs> But yeah. let's let's be honest. Captain Lou Albano as Mario is an ideal casting choice. Let's, let's I mean, it's certainly entertaining for sure. But um, certainly going back and watching those shows because, like, you know, at least with the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, like the, with those live action segments, um, they really, really reminded me of how they did the uh, Hannah Montana show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah no. it's like that level of cheese, but like with Mario, basically. So. And not to mention the late Danny Wells as Luigi, because he did right. pass away a little while. Which ago. I think he did a great job, honestly. Yeah. And here's some awkward stuff. Um, some of the guests they had. Um, Maurice LaMarche, who is part of Pinky and the Brain, he was guesting as Inspector Gadget in a couple of episodes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> which I, I thought was kind of twisted. Then they had Rowdy Roddy Piper stop by as himself. That was the video cassette tape I had, actually, the one with Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> Piper in the episode. <laughs> and then Nicole Eggert stopped by and covered herself in mud for some reason from Charles in Charge or something like that. It was really weird. And I think our buddy uh, Andre just popped in. Andre Tipton's here. I'm here. What's up? We're talking about really old uh, video game TV shows. You just missed the Supercade wrap-up, actually. Oh, that was, uh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I, I was that. talking about, uh, like, the, the so bad it's bad like Kubert in the 50s or whatever it was i don't know what it's happened. really kind of i don't know man i kind of i watched a couple episodes on youtube and i was like man this is still kind of good i didn't like space ace though i was just telling david like space ace and See, Dragons oh, Mr. don blue touch dude come on man those were just oh my god i, I did like this. the saturday morning i did like the theme song you know saturday morning super kid fun fun, fun. i right. did like that, that <laughs> i mean that was like back in the era like when you had like just amazing theme songs for like all those shows so yeah yeah and then uh now we're talking about super mario brothers super show and it's oh, a combination yeah. of animation you know and, and of course the theme song do the mario performed by lou albano in front of a hey, green screen my daughter my youngest daughter absolutely loves that show. Like, 
my son loves Mario, so we're just like he's got autism, so we're kind of like getting him the stuff to watch, whatever. And uh, I said, you know what? He hasn't watched this in a while, so he put on the Super Mario Super Show, and my daughter's like, Dad, I know you didn't. Oh my God, I love this show. And she's sitting there singing the song. I'm like, she's like 13. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, all right. Swing your arms from side yeah. to side. <laughs> yeah. It's it's an amazing show. It's still getting like a bunch of reruns on like Con TV. There are people still like play it in arcades or whatever. And it's got such a legacy. And I'm looking over like the guest list, like like who was on the show. Like Patrick Dempsey was on the show. He played the piranha plant apparently in some place. Oh wow. Um, Norman Fell from Three's Company was on there at one point. Um, Ernie <laughs> Hudson from Ghostbusters. Uh, Wasn't Mr. T on there too? Mr. No, um, but Sergeant Slaughter was. Sergeant Slaughter. You're right, because they got like yeah. a lot of like wrestlers on there because of Lou Albano. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cindy Lauper was on there too because she was part of that whole WWF feud in the 80s. Remember that? Right, right. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, yeah. They had to keep up the characters and everything. And then, so. and then there was one point they did like some sort of combination show, wasn't it, where they combined it with The Legend of Zelda. Right, yeah, because yeah. they had like the double feature with like uh, whatever Mario show. There's usually Mario three, but then they, you know they, yeah. they eventually changed it into Super Mario World, um, yeah. mixed with the Legend of Zelda. And that Legend of Zelda cartoon, I mean, it's, it's cheese balls all hell, but like it's well, yeah. you know it's not without like it's like entertaining, you know, it's it's entertainment value, um, especially the whole like excuse me, princess, and just like the overall right. like <laughs> personalities of like you know of like both Link and Zelda, as far as like Link being kind of like. I don't know, kind of like this annoying brat, really, who happens to be, like, you know, the hero time, more or less. Yeah. And Zelda just doesn't want to deal with this shit. <laughs> well, you know, Zelda's like, gonna, uh, get away from me, kid. Get away if, from we're me. Gonna right. talk, if we're going to talk, like, cheese Nintendo, we have to bring up Captain N, the Game Master. Because of course. it turned, like, Mega Man and Simon into, like, I don't know what kind of representation. I don't know what that was. I don't well, Mega Man was like smoking like 13 packs of cigarette a day. Like yeah. with that voice, like Mega, Sam Mega. And, <laughs> and, and like Simon turned into a low variation of Launchpad McQuack. I don't know what happened to him. I mean, he, he he's basically just kind of like the like uh, cocky, like wannabe hero, yeah. more or less. Like they really made yeah, him like was... the kind of like the, the douchebag of like the show, basically. <laughs> so. And didn't they have like a talking Game Boy voice by Frank Welker? Yes. Yeah. 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 They, they actually had like an anthropomorphic Game Boy basically as a yeah. character. Um, as they, as they basically kind of like went around to like these different like game worlds and game lands or whatever. And there was even like a point like when they go to, uh, I think there was like a Tetris world and all yeah. that. So, so, yeah, so, so, you know, so they go into that. And there's, you know, there's also like a Mega Man episode. So you have like a Dr. Wily along with like the Robot Masters. And all that was before the, uh, the like 1994 show, too. Oh, and I'll tell you this, you know, when, when Bayou Billy came on the show, look out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you, it was the villain. It was the villain lineup that that sold it for me. Like you had Mother Brain, you had King Hippo, you had the oh, Eggplant God. Wizard, and you had Doctor Wily. That, that yep. was. You know who like the Mother Brain reminded me of actually was um, the Chief in uh, Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Oh, I was. I thought oh. you were gonna say the plant Audrey and Little Little Shop of Horrors. There, there's that too. Yeah, so maybe like a combination of the two characters yeah. in that sense. Um, which also reminds right. me too. That's that's like another show actually that's based on the video game franchise. Is where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? And yeah. they did like a great job, like just with the yeah. uh, you know. Th- there's also there's obviously the like animated series, but also like the the, um, the, uh, the live action game show too. Yeah, and I think they're doing another uh, series for Netflix soon, too. Yeah, yeah, where they have, like, Carmen Sandiego basically as, like, the protagonist this time around. So she's yeah. basically using her thieving skills and abilities to catch other thieves. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of a strange choice, but I, I, I do kind of like the look and vibe of it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of neat how Carmen Sandiego's just had that kind of, like, legacy over the years. You know, how – because it started – I remember, like, playing – what was it, the first game on, like, Apple II. That, that's how yeah. old the series is. Yeah, same here. When I was just a, a wee lad. And um, one show that we were talking about that we figured that Andre would, would certainly know about is Parappa the Rapper. Because this, this was oh, a Japanese-only yeah. yep. show. Oh, so, yeah. Andre, can you tell us a little bit about Parappa the Rapper? Um, I've only watched... I think I watched like, like seven or eight episodes. Um, it was stylized and really... It was funny. It was unusually funny i can't even i can't remember any of the lines but i remember what i, I remember i got the videotape from my, my pen pal sent it to me because i was like what they did a they did a parapa really and uh unjama lammy's in it um it's a whole cast of cast. it's really it's really it's really fun and lighthearted. it really wasn't like crazy serious um did it feel like true to the games or yeah if you if you took out like 
Um, you know, you couldn't actually do the moves in the game, in the move in the in the show. But I mean, it was really, yeah, it was it was really based it was based on a lot of the characters, like how how Parappa goes through the different different teachings and different 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 people he talks to and stuff right. like that. And the but Avengers also like all, like all of his friends too that you see like at the beginning of the of like the, of the game itself, because like he's basically just yeah. kind of talking to him about like how he's like in love with. Um, I forget like who his like love interest is in the game, but oh, like, man, like was, um, it's basically a bunch yeah. of like in the cafe, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, it was. Let me think. I'm trying to remember who. I'm trying to remember who animated it because that's what the thing that got me. Oh, yeah. uh, I think it was the. Uh, I think it was JC staff. They're part of the Doctor Movie team, so they did like my Doctor Movie did like JC staff, and yeah, and stuff yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And they worked with. So Production they were 19. like, yeah, they were really good. Um, it was just really funny. It was just really. It was really. I remember it being funny. Cause I had to, I cause my I had to get the, the jokes translated, but it was this was way this was like stupid early. Wasn't um, there a um, a mappy show also at some point that my that was Japanese I think so. Only? Yeah, there was yeah. a mappy show. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, here here's a series. I'm surprised you overlooked here, David. Uh, Maniac Mansion. Yeah. Um. So that was a live action show. I want to say. Yeah. This was a bizarre series. It has Joe Flaherty from SCTV. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, I mean, they didn't, you know, microwave any hamsters or anything. It wasn't that kind of thing. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> but it was definitely like one of those goofball sort of like comedy shows. It ran for like three seasons. It was pretty popular. Yeah. The, the, honestly, this is like a show that I've always been meaning to like check out. It's never really given like the, you know, at like the time, which, you know, certainly blows my mind because obviously that's that's like my favorite NES game of all time. Uh, I, I, yeah. I love Maniac Mansion a lot, but yeah, I, I just never really gave the show like a chance. But um yeah it, it does sound like it's it's pretty cool and pretty kooky and certainly kind of fits like the overall sense of humor that's in the you know that, that's in like the original game so yeah yeah oh, i didn't mean to jump from parappa to maniac man <laughs> it's quite like a that. jump there I yeah while, hey, while, hey, while, we're, while we we're talking about stuff that's oddball that's what we do that's, yeah, that's you know, what we do you know there's stuff that's oddball that's off the rails that kind of strikes us you know off guard and everything like that and Speaking of which, you know, another one I kind of want to bring up here is the 90s Mega Man series. Yes. Yes. Yep. Which didn't throw us off kind of like the new Mega Man series does. Just because I think the animation style was just a little bit better and the theme song was definitely catchy. Yeah. Oh, the theme song was oh, I, epic. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I, I was addicted to that show Fighting purely robot. for, yeah, purely for like the theme song. Of the, I guess, you know, Super Fighting Robot. Doo -doo -doo -doo, Mega Man. Like all that. Mega Man. So good. Exactly. And, like, and like the way that, you know, as you mentioned there, like with it being like animated, like had that traditional kind of like Japanese animation to it it um which was kind of like new at the time like you, you just didn't have like too many shows that were like that back then um so you know because I, I think that was like around when you know we like we started getting like shows like ronin warriors and sailor moon and things like that so it, it was just really cool to see like another show that was like that but was on, on you know with, with like mega man in this case um I, I just i was shocked when i found that when i heard about it i was like okay they're doing a mega man tv show and i was like okay this is cool and then, because this yeah. was back, I was really into the. I, I used to go to like licensing license cons. I was really back in. I was really into this business, like really hardcore. Um, yeah. Um, so I would go, and I found out about this show, and I was like, "All right, let's see who's producing it." And I went, "Ruby Spears." I went, "No, <laughs> no, no." And then I, then I saw the pilot. I was like, "Oh, okay, this is gonna be good." Okay, never mind. Yeah. The one thing about the show uh, that is kind of like upsetting, like in 2019, like watching it now is um is that they do your girl role like really dirty in this like the, oh. it is a pretty sexist cartoon oh, for all God. intents and purposes yes. honestly yeah, and a lot of people might not realize that. it or at least yeah. not, not like remember it for that but when you actually watch it with like 2019 eyes it's pretty apparent like how they do roll dirty <laughs> so. the roles yeah, they do it's not even oh you'll get to do something eventually yeah, you, eventually, eventually, yeah, 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 eventually. Don't worry about and that. Now go clean the lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has like a vacuum arm and everything. So. Eventually, <laughs> after they do her dirty, right, yeah, right. Now, I I know you guys knew about the Mega Man series, but did you know about the beautiful Joe series? I knew about it. I never watched it because I think again that's like a Japanese only one too, right? Yeah, yeah, but they aired like the first twenty six episodes on like the Kids WB network. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. really. I missed and that then, yeah, and then, like, they didn't air the second season here for some reason. Like, it wasn't popular enough or whatever. But mm. from what I saw, it was pretty close in nature to, like, you know, the original show. I mean, it was, it was kind of weird. You know, there were some really cool shows, you know. I mean, like, you know, we had, like, the Beautiful Joe series, but then there was also a Power Stone series. And That's that didn't right. run too long either, you know. No. So, 
I don't no, know. I mean, I, I remember seeing like a bit of that Power Stone series, and it wasn't good. There wasn't really anything to it. Like, I, I love the games for sure, but like, I don't play those games for the lore or by any means. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's weird how like shows like that we don't really get too many episodes of, but then we get something like Pole Position, <laughs> which is <laughs> which, which a series I, is which like, I loved because of Rhodey and Wheels. I loved the yes. an- I loved it because it was. Um, I think it was. Um, I forgot who did the animation. The animation is what got me. That that oh, I was um, like, oh my god, that was amazing. Pole position was awesome. I think it was Deke, wasn't it? Yep, it was Deke. Yeah, Deke, yeah, Deke yeah. did everything back. Deke then. produced yeah. it, yeah. but I think I forgot who did the animation. It was really interesting because it had like absolutely nothing to do with the game. It was just like this teams and everything. It was like I remember Wheels was the red color car. Yep, and Roadie was the blue color car, and they were automated, and it had absolutely nothing to do with the game. But nothing. Screw it. <laughs> Automated cars, you know, let's do it. <laughs> Probably the shortest running show that we haven't mentioned yet here, because uh, I believe it only had a pilot, was the Battletoad show. Uh, oh, well, there's a reason we don't talk about it. It wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty awful. Um, I, have the, I have it on VHS, but I don't. Of course it. you do. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's a show that really took liberties with, like, just, like, lore of those games, uh, whereas... You know, in the games, like they're 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 just like toads. Like there was no like mutation or anything like that. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or anything like that. Um, in this particular case, it was just like three like I don't know surfer dudes or something like that who yeah. got like transformed into the battle toads and yeah. I don't know they just come across like Professor T Bird and they have to stop Dark Queen and it's all very like cheap animation. Like, honestly, I, I think like I remember actually watching this. I watched this on TV. I think I, I actually watched time. it too. I think I did. Yeah, because it, it was it was only shown. I remember uh, during. What was it? Uh, it was like a school day off or something like that. Like they they had it scheduled to be on when they knew kids were out of school at the time. Yeah. Uh, so I remember seeing it then. Yeah, I mean the the comic panel did it more justice. And David, you actually sent me the comic panel. It's like kind of a birthday. That's right, yeah. I have it framed right here, right next to my desk. Oh wow! Like it does the story one, way yeah. more justice than the the TV pilot ever would. What's up, everyone? I'm Chris from Weekly Games Chat. Along with my co-hosts, Sean and John, we cover the latest video games every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. We also make sure to rant about the latest movies, TV shows, and happenings in the sports world. If you like the show, catch one of our live streams on Twitch, follow us on Twitter, or even take the biggest jump of all and join our community on Discord. All found by simply searching Weekly Games Chat. Until then, I'll simply say game on in your mom's box. You know, so I, I think when, when you kind of deviate a little too much from the story, because it was more like, you know, Sewer Shark's Light than it was Battletoads, <laughs> to be fair. I mean, yeah. let, let's be honest, the Earthworm Jim animated show was way closer in its nature. Than oh, yeah. I like that show enough, honestly. And, and yeah, I, it ironically, cool. it was kind of cool to have Dan Castanella, the voice of Homer Simpson, as Earthworm Jim. That was nice. Yes. Right. You know, but it only lasted two seasons, so. Yeah, it was a good, good casting choice there. And um, yeah, I, I like the humor. Like, the humor was definitely there. And it certainly helped, too. They had, like, the creator, Doug Tenapal, like, on like, board with that, too. Yeah. Um, so that was really, really cool. Um, one thing I do have to mention as well um, is Donkey Kong Country. Uh, I remember. <laughs> I remember I was excited at first hearing about a Donkey Kong Country show and then actually seeing like, you know, seeing it like commercials like, oh, check out the Donkey Kong Country show, whatever. And like seeing it's all in like in 3D. And obviously at the time, 3D was kind of like a novelty. It was just like, oh, my God, like, you know, like a show's in 3D. That's really cool. It's, just, it's like how shows like Reboot uh, also uh, also became like popular, too, like with that with that style. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> like there's something like amazingingly entertaining and also super cheese ball like it it, it seemed to kind of strike that perfect balance i feel like i think at the time it was a neat novelty but looking back at it in 2019 is like what the hell was i thinking enjoying this <laughs> like, you can say that like about, about like a lot of shows did, did i have low yeah. low standards back then? i had extremely low standards as I mean, we, we were we were all dumb kids at the time too well, so i mean that's, yeah. that's a big the thing that got me was yeah, I mean, it actually, I mean, when you watch the rest of the commercial, you're like, wow, this looks like the game. Okay, this 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 looks, clo- okay, this looks good. And then, you know, this, the dialogue started, you're like, oh. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was. That's when the quality did took a nosedive have, at that point. Did they, say, <laughs> did they have to talk? 
Oh my god, that was that just that killed it. That killed it. For it's me. one of those remember. lessons that you should not let Hollywood writers near a video game property. It's like when Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within came out in theaters. Oh, this is a visual tour de force. Hironobi Sakaguchi does it again. Wait, who's Alan Ball and what the hell has he done with the script? You know, it's that sort <laughs> of thing. You know, it's like, wait, why is this the way it is? You know, see, I'm one of the two people who actually liked that movie. I, I liked actually, it too. I genuinely I loved that movie. I was like, this was genuinely amazing. It but was like, it was not really Final Fantasy. Let's no, it was. Well, it had. Well, it had. No, it it had Sid in it. That's why it was Final but Fantasy, yeah. and that was their excuse. But, that was their excuse. Okay, it had Sid in fine. it. That's why it was Final Fantasy. Okay, I was like, really? Fine. <laughs> like, no, go, fine, go away. But anyway. I mean, it's not Final Fantasy without a character named Sid in it. So. No, I was yeah, like, okay, that's the that. reason. I was like, that's why it's Final Fantasy because it has Sid in it. Okay, it's like the seal of approval. Sure. <laughs> It's one of those movies, like, I can't remember the there's another movie that I saw that was part of a franchise, and I basically was like, if you take the actual title out of the movie and just name it something else, you wouldn't even think, you'd think it was a great and awesome movie. But you're too busy focused on the title. And I don't know what, I don't know what movie yeah. it was. It could have been Final Fantasy. It could have been that one. But I'm like, if you just basically take the, the Final Fantasy part out of the, out of the title, just don't think of Final Fantasy when you watch it. It's amazing. It is a great movie as long as you take it out of the context. Right, right. But if you go in there like, where the hell is Cloud? Who's Why is Alec Baldwin and where's Cloud? You know, if you do it like that, then it sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We also have to mention Sonic the Hedgehog's uh, history in Saturday morning cartoons. (gasps) Jaleel White, baby. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Jaleel White, honestly, like, he, he is Sonic the Hedgehog as far as I'm concerned. Like, that voice is like... That that is Sonic to me, honestly. I'm, um, and I'm I think a lot of that's like it. nostalgia, really. But like he he really did, like, you know, did do like a good job of that. And I believe he played as as Sonic in both uh, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which is more the cartoony, kids friendly show, yeah, and the more like. I don't know, edgier teen angst version, uh, which, was, which was Sonic the Hedgehog, which is also called Sat AM. I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I uh, mean, it's not yeah. like it's not like he was cursing or anything in that show. He just sounded gutsier, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just had like a little bit more edge to it because it was it was darker. It wasn't as colorful as the Adventures of, of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, you know, and it was just kind of just the the quote unquote cooler Sonic show, basically, because yeah. it, it was it was actually about fighting Doctor Robotnik as freedom fighters. Um, and that's where you had like characters like Sally Acorn and whatever the name of that uh, that French guy was, and like the, oh, yeah. the bunny rabbit with a mecha arm and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> so great, so, I mean, we like, forgot it, the names. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Very memorable characters. Um, but I mean, like the show itself was, was really cool at the time. I, I tried watching it again in recent history, and it's another one of those that doesn't hold up well. I couldn't, um, I couldn't watch it when it was out. I couldn't watch it when it was aired. I couldn't watch it. I just couldn't. Oh, really? I yeah. Couldn't. Is there a particular reason? Um, because it couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't. I don't know. I just couldn't. It's too edgy. It, no, it wasn't. <laughs> well, I mean, if Richard saw the Hedgehog, I just couldn't watch that. I just couldn't. Oh, that one. I oh, was yeah. glad. Ah, I'm I, like, oh, Jaleel White. I was like, look, I'm glad he's getting a check. That's it. <laughs> that was it. Because I was I, good on you, homeboy. I'm glad my boy got a check. <laughs> that was it. Sonic Underground. I actually dug, but I really dug Sonic X. That was dope. I really like Sonic enough. X. That was awesome. And let, let's be honest, Sonic CD did have an animated intro and kind of gave us the Sonic we really wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it certainly gave us that, like, in, in the video game format, in that sense, and, uh, you know, having, like, those cutscenes in there. Um, I guess, like, you know, can can we all agree as far as, like, what is the definitive, I guess, animated version of Sonic? I mean, I, I like, I'll, I'll say, like, I, I want to say um, probably those, uh, those like, short, like, animations that they've done for Sonic Mania. Like, I really, really, really love oh, yeah. how yeah. Sonic looks those in those. Are, those are amazing. I yeah. mean, I, I, I would really, really actually love to see a new Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon with that style or with that animation team behind it or something, because I feel like that's really something there. Um, I, I just don't know, like, how they would go about it, actually making, like, a half-hour segment in, into it, because... You know, as far as I know, like all those like shorts are like I don't know, like four or five minutes or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. love to see a full series like that. You know, we missed one, David, and we should actually do this one because we've had you know um, the creators of the show, our creator of the game series on the show, uh, Mutant League. Yes, that's right. Uh, there this was, was actually one. from 1994 to 1996. This uh, this animated series based on the Mutant League football and hockey games uh, mm-hmm. actually 
ran about a, a about 40, 40 episodes, and it revolved around uh, what was it? The the Mutant Bones League. Jackson, they want to say, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was uh the the Midway Monsters and the Slay City Slayers. Like <laughs> they couldn't call them anything else, just the Slay City Slayers and the Screaming Evils and the Ooze. Oh no! It was it was Bones Justice. Was like the main oh yeah, Bones Justice. Yeah, yeah, the main protagonist. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he he did lead the Midway Monsters. So I was kind the of... Midway Monsters. Yeah, and then Slay City Slayers. And, and then there was yeah, Joe sorry. Magician. He was kind of loosely based on Joe Montana. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. yeah, I need to find that copy of like Mutant League movie and have like Mike autograph it. That'd be great. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, like one other one I have to mention too, because I do remember watching at least one episode of it was the Darkstalkers animated series. I was just oh, about yeah. to ask about. I was just about to ask about that. I was like, I was wondering if you talked about. Yeah, that. which um, looked really, really cool. Honestly, and I, I, I never followed it really, but I, I remember terrible. like it had a cool theme song. It was terrible. Um, it yeah, was. <laughs> I mean, I I believe it was terrible. Like, I I just well, don't remember the, like all that much about it. Aside the, from, like, who did really it? Cool the intro. Raz Entertainment, right? The problem. Wasn't... The problem with it was. The animated Night Warriors game, uh, uh, Vampire at Night Warriors series was already out in Japan. The little, uh, eight episode, uh, uh, OAVs were already out, or they were already in production. We already knew they were out, and we saw this. I saw this, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, nope, sorry, Mm-mm. nope. I mean, they basically neutered it for, for the uh, for the Western audience. It's though, right? so, oh my god, it's it's not even it's not even I mean, dark shock is, is like a property is like pretty highly sexualized and violent and all that like anyways. watered yeah. down was not even that oh my god it was terrible yeah. it was just, <laughs> just so, gimped at that point. i watched yeah. i literally watched like three episodes because i usually give a new show about three four episodes if by the fourth episode i'm not hooked i'm not gonna watch it and yeah i was, I was done i was like nope this is terrible i mean the only thing that saved it was no it didn't save it the music was really good in it. <laughs> the music was good in it, but that was about it. Well, I like that um, the like theme song or whatever that played at the beginning. I so mean, that was it. Other See, than, oh, my God. It, it was terrible. It's sort of like me with a Bayonetta anime. I, I expected more out of that, and I didn't really get it. And see, that but was then again, de- that's when you decent. play the game, yeah, decent. But like when you take a look at like the lavish over-the-topness of the games, then you go to that, it's sort of like... You would, I would expect... I, would, I really would... Yeah, I was, I'm with you on that, because I was like... Uh, this is like yeah. this is like a it, PG version of Bayonetta. I'm like, uh, it's sort of like when you play the games. Yeah, I can't do that. It's sort of like when you play the Mortal Kombat games, and then you take a look at that animated, that awful animated Mortal Kombat special <laughs> they did in the '90s, and it was oh, so um, shitty. The Mortal was whatever, it Conquest or yeah, something, or something like, that? like that. It was not the oh, series. Dude. It was like Defenders of the Realm. Well, it was like a 40 minute pilot. It was like Defenders of the Realm, and it, it didn't really have a resolution. It just tied. Into like it was a it was a videotape thing that yeah, tied in was... conquest and then they tied into an episode series but that was years later and I'm like what are you guys doing <laughs> why are you doing, <laughs> why would you do this to see now lately though we're getting more people that are devoted to these series that really take off like one series I want to bring up here that I absolutely love because of Adi Shankar is Castlevania. Oh yeah, he oh, yeah. is Absolutely. doing so well with this series, and he's about to jump into Devil May Cry, mm. and, and I, we've had a Devil May Cry series before, I believe, right? Yeah, or, but I mean, I could, he's yeah. jumping into it. No, I mean the the uh, the old one, the Devil May Cry animated series was actually I, I actually liked that. Yeah, oh, that was really like in the two thousands or something, right? Yeah, that was, was an great. anime series that came out back in two thousand seven, I think. Yeah, that was great. Something like that. But yeah, I mean, this is like an all new series with his touch. Into it. I mean, I'm, if it's something like if it involves the characters from five, you know, and brings back like Trish and Lady and all that, I'm in like. Flame. Oh, yeah. But I like the 2007 series, too. I mean, I'm just saying we're starting to see more like attention paid. You know, like there's a little nightmare series that's coming featuring the work by the Russo brothers who worked on Avengers Endgame. We recently heard about a Cuphead series that's that's uh, that's yeah. production right now. Oh, yeah. ne- you know, Netflix is working on that and the um the, the guys who worked on the games are working on that. You know, there's all these series that are coming out with the actual developers on board. You know, Pikmin series is coming. Nintendo's got their hands all over that. You know, uh, I kill to see a Star Fox series with the anime quality like uh, they oh, did man. when they had that 14 minute short. They came out with Star Fox Zero. Right. Oh. Right. Please and thank you. Yeah, um, or if they like follow like the um, do like plot like how they did in those like uh, in the like Nintendo Power comics, you know, like yeah. it, like if they yeah. did something like that, but like I don't know with like a classic animation style, even though it would be more expensive because that's just how shows are nowadays. But it, it would be really cool to see that. 
And there's also a Destroy All Human series coming to come along with the See, reboot. That's going to be good. Oh, it's coming too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's basically just going to be you know let's kill the let's let, anal probes everybody anal probes <laughs> nice. the series. Nice. Yeah, um, I mean, it's basically like you, if you did like a Mars Attack series, I guess at that point, so. which is fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> um, one more I do have to mention as well is Double Dragon because I do actually remember watching oh, this show. God. <laughs> this show. And, this show. And they oh, did God. make a fighting game based on the show too, I believe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which I mean, yeah. like it, it's it's really really. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to say iconic, but just very memorable, at least for me, as far as like how the animation style was for these characters, especially for like Billy and Jimmy Lee, and like I don't know, their their their, repro- their proportions were just like all over the place. It was just really crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it wasn't like a good show or anything, but it was just like one that I just remember watching. So yeah. And then there, of course, there's Kirby right back at you. Oh, oh okay. You remember that show, don't you? I didn't personally watch it, but Andre, I'm guessing you did. Oh, Kirby was awesome. That was a great. That was a. It was a great. It was great for kids. It's. It's really funny. It was really funny. If you want some honorable mentions, um, uh, that are freaking fantastic, uh, Gungrave. Oh mm. yeah. Oh that. If you never played the game, uh, I think they're available digitally. The for PS2. Those are two of my favorite. Uh, Gungrave and Gungrave Overdose were two of my favorite games on the PS PS2. Um, and the show did it super, justice. Yeah. Super underrated games, very very well done show, very well done. Like it's, they took they were basically like watching the game and go, okay, we're gonna take that frame of animation and put it in here. I mean, it was just it was awesome. Gungrave was amazing. I'll do a couple of shout outs here as well. A Mortal Kombat Legacy, I thought was oh the live really, action series, yeah, yeah. yeah after Annihilation, we kind of needed that bounce back and having let's let's be honest, having Michael Jai White and um, that dude from. Uh, a Casper Van Dien in the show was a yeah. pretty nice thing. I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest. Two had only lasted like two seasons. That kind of bummed me out. And there was also, it was really weird. For a little while there, we had a game show based on You Don't Know Jack hosted by Paul Rubens. Right, right. It only lasted like six episodes, but I actually liked it. I thought his energy was really cool. Yeah, so I guess this would be like good to kind of jump into basically the um, the like shows are like uh, based on gaming, basically. So uh, just like gaming in general. So yeah, like any of those like kind of like game shows for sure. Um, which I think like the big one uh, that we should definitely lead off with actually is uh, Starcade. Um, and that was like something that oh, yeah. you guys really oh, yeah. grew up on, right? Yeah. This Starcade this was, was you know it was it was quite simply a show that I you know I grew up with. You know Jeff Edwards was basically he was radical. You know he was, he was a great host <laughs> you know, at the time. Well, you know, he was no Wink Martindale, but he was a great guy. I mean, I don't, <laughs> oh, don't, he was oh, don't, really don't mess with Wink Martindale. Don't put Wink Martindale in there, man. Wink Martindale, that was, that's the god of talk shows. <laughs> there, <boy. laughs> Sorry. <laughs> god. But it was really great how, like, every week they always had, like, a new video game to give away. I always wanted to get on that show and be like, I'm going to win a game. We're going to put it right here in the corner. Dad, you leave the space open because I'm going to be on the show. It was just really great how they gave away, like, all these games. And they asked questions. I, like, I knew every answer. I think I only got like one or two wrong. You know, it was just so great to have a game show that related to you instead of like Price is Right. Who gives a shit how much this dishwashing liquid is? I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, the dishwashing liquid is $28 in California. Yeah. Yeah. I could care less. (laughs) I mean, I think like the one show that was like that that um, that I remember well is Nick Arcade. And um, I didn't grow up with like cable or anything. I went over to like my friend's house to watch this, but. I remember it being in, you know, correct me if I'm wrong too, but like, I remember there was like a, uh, like the final like round or whatever, where you had to like run around and like play like games of like rapid fire or something like that. Like at the old, yeah. old the, like arcade cabinets that are like available. Yeah. There was meteoroids, laser surgeon, brain, or no, these were like face off rounds. And then there was like main games like that. You could move Mikey around and stuff. And then, then you had moved to the video zone. There were like all sorts of different things and everything like that. But then there was like, what was that one? Legends of the Hidden Temple, too. Where you like, yeah, like, that one was a good one. Interactive to it. Oh, right. Yeah. Because they had you like in front of like a green screen or something like that. So they showed yeah, like yeah. on TV, like you actually being in the video game. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And then like when you had a video challenge, they actually used home consoles in, in Nick Arcade as well. Okay. They use like the NES, the Super Nintendo. They actually used Turbo Graphics with some episodes, too. Yep. Hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, yeah. Um... I mean, Nick Arcade was kind of a cool show. And who was the host? Um, Phil Moore, I think it was. Yeah. I think yeah, was he was actually, it was, it was pretty cool. He was no Wink Martindale either, but he was our. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was Phil Moore. Yeah, that's right. 
it's funny you bring up Starcade. I think they're still trying to bring up bring it back at Starcade over at Shout Factory. Oh, really? I still think they're trying to do that reboot thing. I mean, is it going to be something like where it's hosted by like a YouTuber or something like that? Or I kind of hope not. I mean, I imagine that's what, how it's going to be because I know they're doing that. Um, was it that Parker guy or whatever? Yeah, like a YouTuber. They, 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 you know, like he a, has his own show. The big problem with a lot of those like video game based shows is they got like some excited teen to host it, and he was always annoying as hell. I don't <laughs> oh, know yeah. why. You know, oh, it, yeah. you're like, ah, hey, congratulations, you're cool. High five. You know, it, it's sort of <laughs> like who was the host of Funhouse? JD Roth, and he had these like Game Pro TV oh, yeah. shows, and he got on my nerves. <laughs> I don't know why he just so did. You know, him and the announcer for TV's Funhouse. That that kid can shut oh, up. TV's Funhouse. <laughs> yeah, that's right. TV's Funhouse. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. I mean, yeah, I they always have to make it like I so wish... over the top. So yeah. 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 I wish but, yeah. somebody would. I know they were they were trying to do they were trying to bring uh, Game Center CX to the states. Yeah. The big really CX. I'm not sure if I know about that one. That's you know, a big. And... That's the big show in Japan, and that is like the ultimate video game show. Okay. Although it can be argued, I do miss the old G4 days. When oh, I do. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. X-Play. When we had X-Play oh, and the, oh, yeah. the actual attack of the show. I don't mean oh. the Olivia Munn attack of the show. Bro, I mean the old that. school attack of the show. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What have um, I done? But no, I mean, uh, I remember screensaver. I mean, screensaver. I mean, I remember when we went to E3 and they were giving out the, the G, uh, Tech TV was giving out the, the DVDs for the pilots for the... Um, when G4 was getting ready to start out, and they were giving out the DVDs to press, so like, "Hey, go check the show out. Check these shows out. And let me and, and tell us what you thought." And it was they had. I mean, this is. I mean, I, I swear, I talk about this all the time when I talk about video game shows. Pulse and and oh, what was the original? I can't even remember the names. But they had shows where you actually were competing against people, mm. and sh- Pulse was like an actual like news show. Pulse was a news video game a tech news show. It came on like every like thirty minutes or something like that. It was like a few minutes. And they actually familiar. had a show, yeah. but yeah, it was Pulse. an actual like the anchor. There was anchors. They had full. I mean, it was awesome. And I was like, that's what that's what we need. I mm. wish we had something like that. And that's it. Just it was just. I mean, Pulse was just like my, my favorite thing on it. But they had all those awesome shows. I'm like, man, this is amazing. Mm. And of yeah. course, it just. And then of course, it just fell off half those shows lasted about a about a season and that was about it yeah and then they went that whole direction hey everyone this is rob and jay from the classic gaming podcast we uh play and talk about old school video games on our podcast i know you probably couldn't have guessed that from the name of it but uh as for me i tend to prefer the old the good old point and click adventure game genre i also like strategy games i play a lot of a wide variety of stuff uh, uh, as for Jay? Yeah, I'm really partial to RPGs and RTSs, so things like Final Fantasy Tactics and Chrono Trigger to that of StarCraft or Age of Empires. Um, generally at the podcast, we try to stay on topic, but we usually end up going off on super, super far tangents. Give us a listen over at the HP Video Game Podcast Network. You can also find us at ClassicGamingPodcast.com, and uh, we hope you check us out. See, I liked X-Play because that was like Adam Sessler in his prime. You know, well, Adam Sussman right. was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. You yeah. know his his reviews. I, I remember he did one for like De- Tetris Evolution, and he just kept getting drunk playing <laughs> Tetris Evolution. Go to hell! <laughs> I that love so you. I remember that. <laughs> just getting oh, that drunk as hell. It was just ridiculous. And you know, eventually the show went away and everything like that. And he did something else. I don't know what he's he did. Um, yeah, I, I know. I think. Yeah, he he did. Uh, what was it? Oh God. Um, he did something with some San Francisco company. Yeah, I mean, he basically yeah. did like it was like an, an an internet show, and I remember he had like Max Scoville on there as well. Um, yeah, it was Rev Three Games. That, 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 yeah, yeah, Rev Three. Yeah, that's what. It was. And it worked out for a couple of years, and now he just does private consulting. I think. Yeah, yeah, he does private consulting. He's still like involved in the gaming industry, but um, like for the most part, anyway, you can kind of find him like screaming on Twitter about political issues. So. <laughs> yeah. So the good old days. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of people say like. The casual public's not ready for a video game channel, but yeah, you, you see, yeah, I, I, I mean, I disagree with it too. But you see, a lot of these channels, they, they are these esports competitions. There are these, you know, programs that are based around geeks that are really popular. I mean, I'm not going to mention Big Bang Theory because f that show. But, yeah, you know, it's more like fake. No, news. I mean, <laughs> even I mean, even though you know that that show was what it was, 
Mm-hmm. And it brought a lot of stuff to the forefront. I can't. I mean, you can't. I, I can't knock the the you know the cultural impact of it. But I I have to. I was, I've been saying this for the last couple of years. There, it's this is the prime time for a, for a game for a video game geek tech network. This is the prime time. It's oh, been that's like network. Three, yeah. The last four or five years. Last four or five years. Is, this has been the this is the perfect time to do it. I mean, if why not just it, have if, it be online though? That's that's yeah. kind of thing, even you know? even then. I mean, I I would love to see some seriously like serious higher production value. You I mean, I've got for a while. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I think me and Roberts talked about this before. I have a whole yeah. TV network in my head. I have shows. I if I wrote down if I wrote them Andre down, host. I have Andre host Andre host. Dude, <laughs> it's like it's crazy. I have a I have a thing where I'm, I want to do you know a show where you go to, you know, we all talk about celebrities. A lot of the celebrities we all talk about are all gamers. And all of them have collections that all have setups. So why don't we go talk? When we go, when we go see this person's setup or see what they're doing? Or you know, I mean, I got dude. It's ridiculous. I, it's so kind of like lifestyles of the richest uh, of the richest famous, let, but no, like dude, with I mean, like I've got a gamers, a reality, like celebrities. You know, I hate reality TV, but I hate reality shows. But I would watch a show with Brenda and John Romero. <laughs> I know them. Yeah. I would love to see their life. That would be awesome. I mean, I honestly, mean, I could see that being like the gamer version of uh, whatever was the um, the Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, yeah, show. Like, I, mean, you know? but it's, I mean, but it's like you know, I would love to see. I would love to see a a, a roundtable show that. Okay, today we're going to talk to David Jaffe. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to Peter Moore, and let's you know, and just sit down and get pick the brains of like the biggest game, or, you know, or even you know, because I don't want to see a show about this. This latest YouTuber has got 300 million views. Okay, we'll get we'll get to this person later. But let's get the people who's really made a staple in the industry and like really, I mean, you know, anime people, anybody, you know, I just it's just we this is prime time for that stuff, and nobody wants to do it. Everybody's like, well, we'll just do it online, and I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. But nobody wants to put money behind it. I just I mean, wish, we're you know, kind of getting that now with like people doing like documentaries and. um I forget, like, what's what's the name of that Irish guy? Do you know who I'm talking about? The Irish guy who's in the gaming industry who's, like, been doing, like, short films um, that are based on, like, companies and, like, um, and, like, um, and, like gaming icons and all that. Like, I, I forget exactly his name, but he he's basically, like, the Irish guy, like, in the, in the gaming industry. Um, Is that the guy that did the, he just did the Dreamcast one? No, 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 no. Um, There's, like, someone different, but... Um, but yeah, no, like he, he, like he does like a lot of those kind of like, um, they're like crowdfunded basically projects that are kind of like these video projects. I like, I, I feel bad oh, like, okay. forgetting his name. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, you know, he has like, he has like gray hair or whatever, but, um, but yeah, like he, you know, he, he, does that. Like, you know, we've been getting like more documentaries, like the Dreamcast one that you mentioned there, Andre, um, yeah. you know, and things like that. So I, I guess like we don't necessarily need like, I don't know, I guess like a regular show and it'll be hard to kind of do a regular show like that. I mean, yeah. I could tell you just like from first hand experience, it's hard like even doing this show, like kind of constantly right. getting like interesting guests like all the time. And it was just like, okay, well, let's let's just kind of talk about this topic with this guest because it just makes sense like with that because, you know, we have like a large network of friends anyway. Um, right. But, you know, we, we do try to kind of get like, you know, like really like kind of out there guests or like, you know, people like who, you know, we just typically wouldn't get like John Tobias, for example. You know, you what? know, so. you know what we we need something like of again. And I'm going to bring this up because at its core – it really was a great show for 11 seasons that covered those kind of bases. Game Trailers TV. Oh, um, Game Trailers TV. It, oh, it really yeah. nailed it. You know, I mean, Jeff yeah. Keighley, I mean, make jokes all you want about Mountain And Daniel Dew Kaiser, and also our buddy, yeah. Daniel Kaiser. Daniel Kaiser, of <laughs> yeah. course, you know, the whole team yeah, there. Daniel, I mean, yeah. for 11 seasons, they did that. They covered stem to stern, the gaming industry, you know, the upcoming games. They talked to the leaders and all that stuff. We need something like that again. We, we really do. I wouldn't we, mind seeing that. I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing that. We yeah. really do need to do something like that again, where we, you know, instead of doing the whole, you know, negative side of journalism thing, we, we cover stuff that people want to cover. We do the round tables. We talk to the leaders about what's up and coming in the industry. We do the positive side. Yeah. I mean, I feel like yeah. that would have to be like a YouTube channel as opposed to like an actual like TV, like network kind of thing, because that's just where like the world is. And that's that, that's also like where it's like closer to home for gamers anyway, like having something online, just like an online show in that sense. Um, yeah. You know, so I I feel like that would be like kind of the better fit, and we we do kind of get like a little bit of that like with uh, channels like Inside Gaming, for example, that like the Funhouse people do. Um, you know, I think they do like a good job with that because they'll, they'll also do like editorials and things like that, and like features like um, like I know Lawrence Sontag over there, like he does um, you know he does like features on Sundays and things like that. So 
Um, and and yeah. you know they they do like the regular news like on the weekdays. So um, yeah, so I, I, I do appreciate that. But like uh, you know, th- there's always like room. I feel like for like more of that. I guess yeah. I mean, like you know, Electric Playground. Yeah. Yeah, I Electric mean, Playground's a good we, call. You actually, cannot, that's yeah. a great. That was a great. I mean, just I mean, just something like that. I mean, like I said, I, I'm going to um, Mo GameCon in like three weeks, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Jay from the game Game Hunt. Um, what are they called? Um, a lot of the YouTubers, but he's uh, the Game Hunters. I guess that's what they are. I guess that's what they are. Uh, Achievement Hunters? Um, or? No. no. Are they, they like they retro gaming? Yeah, go to retro gaming. But anyway, he's going to be there. And their show that they do, they go around they, they go around their local places. They go around their local retailers. and I know who you're talking about. The Game Hunters. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Game Chasers. The Game Chasers. Game Chasers. Game Chasers. Game Chasers. Game Chasers. Just, I mean, something where it's like, you know, hey, you know, Look what I found. Because you know, we all know that we all know collectors. We all are collectors in some sort. And I'll run around. I'll find. I'll find a run of my friends. He's like, yeah, man. I've been looking, going to the local pawn shops. And I'm trying to find like, you know, PS2 stuff. And you know, PS2 stuffs like this is the perfect time to get PS2 stuff and regular Xbox. It's like the season stuff. for them. Yeah. This is where that. And I'm like, <laughs> this is when yeah, they're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. Exactly how it is. It's like this. This is the perfect time to start getting stuff now. And right. then you know, we talk about the bubbles of like the Saturn and stuff like that. And you know, I would love to see more people get into that because a lot of people. A lot of the general public really just don't know what they have, and it's like I think some people need to be informed. Not to just not to not to do they can gouge the prices, but you know, I want to make sure that people get with it. You know, they know what they have, and and not you know not that one uh, storage hunters or whatever that whatever that show was where the guy was like, yeah, this is the NES one oh one thousand. This is the this is the rarest. It was an NES. It was regular NES. Like you find any anywhere, and he was like, oh my god, this is like the. It's worth three thousand dollars. We're like, dude, that's like worth like fifty bucks. What's wrong with you? And we're just sitting there watching. It was a storage wars or something like that. And this dude was like going on about how the NES. This well, NES it reminds me of that um, of that PBS show. Like, it was an old country roadhouse or something yeah. like that. Or... <laughs> uh, uh, Antiques Roadshow. Antiques Roadshow. That's you, what I'm thinking. You, you make it sound that. like an old dirt road. That's country song. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Please don't. Oh no! Please don't go, go there. Do oh, the my Antiques God. No. Roadshow. Right. <laughs> I'm sitting on a horse. <laughs> this horse worth a dollar um, fifty. Don't get it. I'm in my PT cruiser. <laughs> so we should wind this up here, and um, I figure like we'll uh, you know we'll end this actually uh, talking about like which uh, which like defunct uh, show that was based on the video game. Um, would you like to see come back in some fashion, like if it was like redone or something like that for modern audiences? You know what? I mean, if it was a if it was something along the lines of trying to be informative, I'd love to see something like game trailers come back. But if it was just something like raw, stupid comedy, I'd love to see Code Monkeys come back. Uh, this oh, this oh, was yeah. a, this was a comedy show that aired on two seasons, like G Four. It was possibly the dumbest comedy show around. It was just like a bunch of people working like a game company, but it was absolutely hilarious. It was the funniest thing. It was. Oh and like God. for one episode, they brought in like, what was it? The voice of the dude from Grand Theft Auto 4, a Nico. Yeah. And he was just <laughs> hilarious as shit. I was like, what's oh, going on that here? Was, that's you great. watched it and you were like, how did they, what did they do? I don't know, but it's like, what is this? <laughs> I need more. And you start laughing. You're like, oh my God, this is the best thing. This is the best thing ever. And then the how show you... got canceled. I'm like, what? Yeah, oh, man, it was yeah. it was such a great show, though. Man, was- I mean, I know for me, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a return of that sad AM Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. show. Um, yeah. You know, just having that kind of like edgy Sonic the Hedgehog show in that sense. I, you know, like having having Sonic be part of like a Freedom Fighter group and going against like Doctor Robotnik as he's you know turning like animals into robots and all that stuff. Like, and it, they, they pulled no punches as far as like how they depict all that. As far as I guess, like, with how far that they could get away with it anyway for a Saturday morning cartoon, but it was definitely on the darker, edgier side. Um, kind of, like, along the ways of, like, say, like, a Gargoyles or a Batman the Animated Series or, some, or something oh, like that. I, uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it kind of like set in that tone, but with a dark, bleak future with Sonic the Hedgehog in it. So. I, I would watch a dark Sonic That would be kind of cool. I would watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I would. How about you there, Andre? I would like to see somebody do a... Bring back, bring, yeah, bring back Darkstalkers again. That oh, Darkstalkers. Cool. Okay. Uh, okay. Actually, I would like to see a, like them to do a Capcom, like just, you know, like 
we didn't, we didn't get to talk about Street Fighter 2V, which was one of my... Oh, own. right. Yeah, I, there was that. I yeah. actually liked the show, but I hate the way man- manga changed the music. But that was Yeah, cool. yeah. That was like the version I saw, too. And then when I went back and saw it, I was like, eh, okay, this is kind of like a little muddled now for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I would love to see something like that where they actually get into the lore. Like, they took... Like, if you take Street Fighter, the animated movie, and like, did like, stretch that out, that would be cool. I would mm. love to see something like that. Like, make it episodic, um, yeah. Yeah, I know. Of course, I'd love to see Game Game Center GX or Retro Game. I guess Retro Retro Game Center, whatever they call it. But I would love to see that hit the states. It's. I mean, that's like if you just look up old episodes of it. It's most of it's in Japanese. Sometimes some of it's subtitled. It's just great TV. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a variety video game show, and it's just awesome. So one other question I wanted to ask too is uh, which which video game franchise that has not gotten a TV show adaptation. Uh, yet, anyway, um, would you like to see get that treatment? Mm. You know what? Borderlands. Borderlands. That would actually be a really cool that would idea. Be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be I'd be cool. down for that. Um, you know what? I would love to see, and I know it's, it's pretty much already in the game anyway. I would love to see a God of War, mm. like that like makes a sense. God of War movie, or like a you know maybe a set of like a three three long episodes or something like that i would love to see like them tie all the lore together mm. from all the games just tie them all together and interweave them and that would be cool it'd be long but it'd be great that'd be awesome and, and for that matter like a secondary choice sly cooper because we mm. an animated yeah. sly cooper series bring that series back that'd be fun. well there, there was a clonoa series which i don't know if you saw uh, i saw yeah we need that back but that was cool that was really good that mm-hmm. was really good. Um, man, what, what other? Let me think. I mean, I know for me, uh, Samurai Showdown kind of comes to mind, and that's purely Ooh. because like there's like a new game that's out now. But seeing like you know, seeing like an episodic series where it follows like Halamaru or whatever, and he comes across did all the other characters. Did you ever see? Did you did you ever see the anime? No, I don't think I knew don't, about the anime. Don't, to be honest, don't don't uh, just don't. It's, <laughs> it's, don't. If you do. Watch it in Japanese. If you do, don't. And, and if you, it's um no, it was um um, Fatal Fury, King of Fighters. They had there was a whole run of those. The Samurai Showdown was the absolute worst. Mm. It was so bad. Well, it all was, the more reason than why we need a new series. You can watch it, watch it, watch it with watch it and turn the sound off. Okay. <laughs> Make up your own just, dubbing. Yeah, just, don't, don't, don't even bother dubbing. Just watch it. Watch it for the animation, and yeah. Here, but I'll, you know what? I'll that wouldn't be a bad idea if we made up like our own dubbing, like kind of like how My Way Entertainment did with the X Men cartoons, yeah. with the Juggernaut yeah, bitch cool. and all that. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. do Earthquake. I'll do Earthquake's voice. I'm gonna flirt on you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> gonna get my butt chicken. <laughs> butt chicken. <laughs> butt chicken. Time to go and Time for some butt chicken. <laughs> I want to th- thank you for thank you for doing the game show with me for playing that game. That was so oh yeah, so fun. yeah, it was a lot of fun. That yeah, was yeah. so dope. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we did so some Samurai Showdown awesome. over over share play there, so it's a little, little context. So yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. You can find you can probably find the anime. You can find that on YouTube, so probably somewhere. And it's just it's terrible. It's yeah. <laughs> I'd probably rather have the butt chicken than watch it again. It's just so <laughs> butt chicken. It's so Fair bad. All right, so that is basically our cast mini number twenty five in the books. And uh, Andre, where can people go to find your work? Uh, my work is at realotacogamer.com. I'm pretty much a Taco Man 5000 everywhere. Find me, hit me up, send me all the hate at new Taco Man 5000 on Twitter. Send me all, send the, all the butt chicken. <laughs> send all the butt chicken. I want all the butt chicken. All of them. Okay, I remember you said that. No, that's we, we, we're not going to do that. Send me all the up. little oh, butt cool. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, go to, we'll go to Roscoe's again, and you'll sit on my bucket of chicken or something. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, where's my where's my plate? It was right here a minute ago. You don't want to yeah. know. Oh, God, it's got Robert Workman's, Robert Workman's ass all on it. Oh, mm, Lord. It's a seal of approval right there from Robert Workman. <laughs> uh, sorry, actually, it's Paris's fault. I just pointed it out. <laughs> right, right. right. K.O. Uh, so if you want to find the ArcCast on Twitter, we are at ArcPodcast. Same thing for Facebook, facebook.com slash ArcPodcast. And you can find me on Twitter at the Guilty Man. You can also follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash the DCD. You can also check out my work at scuffgaming.com as well as mmogames.com and godhatesgeeks.com. 
Please be sure to check out our partner site, Don't Feed the Gamers, at don'tfeedthegamers.com. That's run by our good friend Liana Ruppert, where her team give fan-centric news and reviews in gaming. If you'd like to send us any feedback, opinions, retro games, or topics for us to cover, or anything at all, really, you can email us at rcasts at retrozap.com, and be sure to check out retrozap.com for all sorts of other amazing podcasts. It's your home away from home if you're crazy about Star Wars or pop culture in general. There's also us with Arcast, so be sure to find us on iTunes to subscribe, give us five stars, and tell your neighbors. We're also on Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So there's absolutely no reason to not follow another retro gaming podcast. That is Arcast Mini, episode number 25 in the books. Until next time, keep it retro, paisanos! <laughs> hey, paisanos. <laughs> Bye, so everyone paisanos. swing your arms from side to side, because yes. that is how you do the Mario. Your, um, <laughs> from side to side, yeah. We were just watching it the other day. That's how, great, that's how crazy it is. Seriously, that I'm going to watch the show again and see if I can see Patrick Dempsey as the piranha plant, because that's something you put on a resume. Hey, you know what? Forget Grey's Anatomy and Transformers. I was the friggin' piranha plant in the Super Mario Brothers series. You are hired, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are now God in this new movie. Yeah. Congratulations. Welcome to Kinko's. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you guys soon with a new episode, so stick around. Catch you later. Hi, I'm Chris Penwell from ActiveQuest. And I'm Joseph Yaden. We are a video game podcast that takes a deep dive into the news, covering the latest gaming trends and stories pertaining to the industry. We also do our best to cover the most recent games and like to have an ongoing discussion with the audience. You can contact us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow or via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Please leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you hear. You can also find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Google Play. We appreciate you listening, everyone. And now, on to the show. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.